Welcome back to Going Long on Burst. <laughs> Beautiful intro, Owen. Beautiful intro. Just a little, huh? 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 Sorry about it. It's week four r- r- recap time. <laughs> Beautiful. Way to recover. Uh, yes, it is week four recap. And uh, wow, what a doozy this week was. What a doozy it was this week. A doozy it was for sure. It uh we had our first London game. That we did. We had um some surprise upsets again this week. Not as many as last week, but a couple. And uh some teams, you know what? We still have a, a undefeated team, but we no longer have a winless team. They got their first W this week and the Raiders beat the Broncos. They were the last one, huh? They were the last one. No longer any winless teams. It feels so, wrong to say that. Well, well, no, you. There is, there is. Oh, it's team. the Texans, isn't it? The Texans oh, is right. winless still. Ah, uh, well, all right. Sorry, Texans fans. They're still out there. They're not lost full with a little tie in there. I don't know if that's you know. Right yeah, right. how do you count that? They are win. You're right. They are winless, but yeah, it's they're not. Wrong. They're not. Yeah, whatever. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> Don't make me. Packers were nearly there too. Ah, oh, man, what a game that would have been. Uh, but yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy might join us a little bit later. We're starting earlier tonight due to some scheduling conflicts. Hey, that's the, what we do. Podmates, we make it work. We do. Whether it's a Friday night or or whatever it may be, we Friday are here. No, we're here for the people, and hopefully they're here for us. I bet they are. I right. bet you they are. That's what I like to hear. Even our even our German fans. Love love those Germans. <laughs> uh anyways, let's jump into the fastest 60 minutes minus 15 tonight in sports. What do you say, Seth Packers? Let's do it. As always, we got to start with the Packers and the Pats. Brady, Brady, wow. Rodgers. Rodgers Rodgers goes against Brady last week. Yes. And then he comes in this week against Brady's old team, the Pats, and beats them as well. By a combined five points, Owen, he beats Brady and his old team. Can you believe that? Five points. From Brady to Bill. And that feels about right. Beating those two, it feels like it's an automatic dogfight, which we should have took into account. We should have. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't, the Patriots the aren't going over for anyone. No, they really haven't. They've been tough this year. They haven't won. I think they're, what, one and three now? But tough games. They played tough against Baltimore two weeks ago now. On this week against the Patriots. I mean, jumping into this game, I think they had a better chance with Bailey Zappa back there than they did with Brian Hoyer. Definitely did. Uh, what would have happened if they had Mac Jones? Uh, one, well, 
some may question if Mac Jones was actually in the game. If he, he certainly looked like he was. <laughs> Maybe not skill level wise. He didn't like you know he wasn't like super impressive for a rookie or anything. Um, it, no, I feel like the Packers defense did definitely handle him. Uh, I think the story of it was just how long it took for the offense to get going. So obviously Bill had it scouted out pretty goddamn yeah. well. Yeah, I mean that's Bill though. You know what do exactly. you expect? Exactly. So what? But by the time the second half came around, I mean it felt it was too close for comfort for sure. But um, you know we'll take that. We'll take the the overtime win regardless. Uh, we always will. We will take the W regardless of how we get it. I don't care. Yes. A win is a win. In the NFL, there's only so many games. You'll take the du- ugly ones along with the pretty ones. You prefer to have more pretty ones than ugly ones, but we've had two ugly wins in a row after a nice W against the Bears on Sunday night. Let's hope we um, we get a little bit more cushion next week in London. Foggy old London town. Yes. Another, another tea game. We'll have that we'll discuss later this week. Yes, that'll be fun to get up for. Um, Absolutely, it will. It felt it felt like the best the best way to describe this picture or describe this picture describe this game to someone was showing them a picture of Matt Lafleur as the field goal went through, yes. and he just kind of like he's like slowly takes his headset off and he like you know closes his eyes. He's just like big and breathes like this huge just yes. Sigh of relief, as I'm sure every Packer fan was when Mason went up to kick that field goal. Because the last couple of years, it it's not automatic these days. It's but that's the thing is like he hasn't had to kick much. No, um, I think he's what this is two on, field goals. Yeah, it was his second field goal of the year uh, yeah. out of four games. So, which is good and bad, um, depending on the drive you're talking about, of course. <laughs> but um, you know, again, we'll take it third string. Kind of came in. I don't know. I didn't really expect uh, Hoyer to be good in any way, um, but I was kind of surprised that they they pulled the plug on it so quick. But it makes sense, you know. I just didn't even think about Zappy as an option, but it definitely makes sense to throw him in there and see what he can do. I th- um, didn't didn't Hoyer go down with a? That's right. Sorry, yes, my fault. That is correct. Absolutely. And then Jacoby Myers, who was also injured, was the the emergency. So they yes. really didn't have anybody. They didn't. Zappa was literally their only option. They probably would have went yeah. to the punter, I'm guessing, or the kicker, maybe. Or Wildcat the rest of the way, yeah. Um, the whole game, Wildcat. Could you imagine that? Wildcat the entire game? It feels like a Patriots thing to make work, unfortunately. but They would. They'd there. put up 20 points with the Wildcat, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. so, you know, very unpredictable. Obviously, he tried his best. Uh, that defense, though, they're gonna be they're gonna keep every Patriots game close. It feels like in the Packers, you know, it's enough to win games. That defense is actually playing pretty dang well. I don't know um, overall. Yes, so I'm okay with it. What Rashawn Gary did he have? He had a multiple sack game, so he's. I think he had two. Yeah, because he knocked Hoyer out, and then he almost did the same thing to Zappa. Wasn't that the one that he he, he, he like stripped him as he sacked yep. him, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Obviously, the pick six was the the biggest part of it. That yes. really, you know, called the first half into question, and then the, the game winner to Romeo Dobbs. Look, the dude is a baller. So um, that's an unfortunate mistake by a rookie, 
but it is just that an unfortunate mistake by a rookie after the game he had. So I mean, that's a big time mistake, though. Owen. Let's oh, let's you, not the gravity of the situation there. It's uh, would have probably iced the game. Probably would have won the game off of that. It would have. Roger puts it right there, of course. Rogers thinks it's a touchdown. He's celebrating. Turns around and the refs are going, eh, no good. <laughs> Unbelievable what happened. They had, a, they had a good close-up of Matt Judon right behind him, just laughing and shaking his head as Rogers was celebrating. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. that's unfortunate way to find out that that is I know. It, yeah. You got to feel. No, you know, these I'm, rookie receivers, though. I, they're gonna make mistakes. Watson has a big one week one. Dobbs has a big one here, but they pulled it off regardless. Yeah, no, I think they're yeah, I think they're gonna be good. They're gonna be really good for a while in Green Bay, honestly. Just the way they've shown shown out in the limited time that they've had, especially these past two weeks. Um with some of like the Watkins injury after that happened, like these guys have had an elevator elevated workload, so it's good to see. And uh whatever, you know, ugly win, don't care. On to London. On to London, eh? That's Canadian, but that's fine. That's fine. It is exactly right. You know, they're they're ruled by the British still. Still ruled by the British. So it's kind of, you know, it's like it's Western England. Okay? Is that what you call it? That's that's what I call it, Western England. Well, (laughs) <laughs> what I, I thought it was funny during the London game. I just I hadn't thought about it before, but playing the the American anthem, uh, in front yeah, of that London was a crowd, little odd. That was odd. It's like, of course they're gonna do it, but then when you hear it and you're like the words, it's like, no. I mean, you're talk, you're singing, like the words are like England is bombing the hell out of us right now, <laughs> <laughs> and this is how the song was wrote, <laughs> or at least the story goes, and now you're singing it too. England in their yeah. house. Yep. It's just funny. It is. It's yeah, a little a little awkward if you think about it. Is that the game you want to go to next? Uh might as Uh-oh. well, shall we? Let's do it. Let's go to London town. I was golfing um during half of this game. Were you? First half had, or the second half? I had to get a round in, so it was like, well, I guess it'd be second, like the middle of the game. I watched the beginning, watched the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, the double doink 2.0. It is luck, really, luck, really luck. You know, luckily for our bets, we got, we were all on the Vikings uh, minus two and a half. So we all won off that miss. So that is good. That is positive. But the poor saints, Mark Sanchez wasn't happy about it either. <laughs> <laughs> he was the most disappointed he's ever been. Yeah, that was uh Talk about an ugly win by the Vikings, too. Uh, not great, but they pulled it off. I mean, Cousins, he made a couple big throws. Uh, but I think the story is um, Andy Dalton, he didn't look terrible. He looked mm-hmm. he looked okay for some mop-up duty. You he's, know, about, was... he's about the best backup quarterback you can have in the league right now. You re- Yeah, maybe other than Cooper Rush. hey well, we'll get to that. You know, maybe he's a future starter somewhere at this point. Yeah, maybe Andy Dalton, also quarterback of the future. Uh, Andy um, Dalton, the quarterback of the future, huh? I guess so. Back to the future? Hey, good call. Back to the future three. Um, 
Yeah, you know, the Saints did fine. I thought it was like, you know, once you see Justin Jefferson have the yards he has, you don't want to see that in the loss column for the Vikings. So uh, good to see him back. You know, it seemed yeah. like him, both him and Thielen were yelling at Kirk at different times. But I didn't think like they played terrible. Obviously, Kirk wasn't lighting the world on fire, but um, I thought there was some good, you know, a lot of out routes to Thielen for first downs. That's just his MO right now. Yep. And, uh, you know, Jefferson doing his thing. Yeah, um, it's nice to see Jefferson return to fantasy relevance after a couple weeks of going to no man's island. Right, and that's the thing, too, with Jefferson. Once When he's unleashed, like, Vikings can beat anybody, you know? Like, that's yes. one that's like a, a player unlike no other in the league right now. So yeah. when he plays, that's the thing. Is like when he shows up, those are big wins. When he doesn't, you know, you got – a narrow win against the Lions, and you get pounced by the the goddamn Eagles on primetime. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, I do want to say that Kamara and Thomas, what a difference they would have made for this game. That's correct. They were, that was the biggest part, actually, on the same side. They were both. It was late. Luckily, I was up because I do have Kamara on one of those fantasy team deals. You got, luckily, I seen it right as they were warming up. I had like yes. two minutes left to do it. And, yeah, uh, it but, was. Uh, but at that point, at that point, I felt good about the Vikings pick when I seen him off. Yeah, and but man, it was a uh, yeah, that was a good game. It, I I don't know if the Vikings would have pulled this one off if those two were in this game though. I think that would have been a huge difference maker for them. Yeah, for the Saints. What about, what about Jameis? You don't think he would have been difference? Maker? Uh, you know, Jameis was good on the sideline. He looked good. <laughs> he looked good out there. <laughs> I seen a tweet or something. They were like. Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston would be a good would make a good uh yeah buddy cop show about trying to figure out an English yeah crime or something yeah, yeah two American good. cops in England yeah yeah I saw that <laughs> yeah. as well that was pretty good <laughs> but uh, I mean otherwise Vikings will be fine Saints are you know they're gonna be eight and nine probably you think so I think they'll be as average as you can get Vikings have but are still you know. Still trying to stay true to that that Packers win in Week One. They're trying to they're trying to keep up on <laughs> that, being that team. They are, they and are. luckily they luckily you know two close wins keep them three and one. So they might make an appearance on the rankings this week. What do you think? Uh they might. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Ringing endorsement. All right, let's keep her moving. Let's jump to another big afternoon. I think this was an afternoon game. What you got? Chiefs Bucks night Sunday. Oh yeah, night. it was Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, you're football right. You're right. Night. Just kidding. Sunday night football. The one where I have to fight every week to decide if I'm watching House of the Dragon or this game live. Uh, I mean, you could always watch it after. I, uh, you know, but it is like it is. You know, it's, it's House of the Dragon, Seth. But it, it was a good. It was a good, good, good episode this week. I mean, what do you? Did you did you end up watching this full I did. all the way? This game, the Chiefs pretty much had it locked in. Um, and they're I mean, obviously fun as hell to watch on offense. That insane, like on the goal line, Patrick Mahomes rollout, spin move, little toss with a Whoop. smile on his face. That was that's he's back, right? Like he's yeah, he that's he's MVP mode right now. That uh, that performance Sunday night. Especially against a good 
Bucks. I mean, one of the best defenses in the league. After they showed it for the first three weeks. Exactly. What he did. Yeah, he maybe convinced me that he might be the best player in football again. He's he's right there. And, uh, you know, with the news, good old Brady and Giselle bringing the divorce lawyers out. You know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? He might have lost the magic. We'll see. But, uh, I mean, they scored a little bit in the second half, try to keep it They close, did. But... You know, a lot of garbage time. Eh, not so much garbage time, but just a lot of catching up to do. Right. And uh, couldn't quite do it. I mean, you know, Chiefs offense could not be stopped all night. They put up no. 13 in the second half, too. To kind of just cement that, but um, yeah, entertaining game. This was a this was a For fun sure. one to watch. Uh, Chiefs Chiefs sure like to make it interesting, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is Mahomes looked like he was back. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire had a good game as well. Kelsey did his thing, and um, Brady all overall looked good. I mean, he had to throw the ball a lot, but obviously that's a different offense with Evans and Godwin on the field, and it showed immediately. What those yes. two did. Yeah, it's 100%. Such a difference maker. It was tough just in comparison to like Kansas City's weapons right now um, and their offensive output. It's it's not really comparable at this point. But I mean, the Bucks, the positive thing for the Bucks too is like their schedule softens the hell up after this. After you yep. play the Packers Chiefs right away and you have a big, big time opponent in the Saints, obviously divisional, that's always going to be tough. But I mean, now they're like smooth sailing. I don't, I don't. I don't really have much concern for them. I think they're going to end up still with a pretty, uh, pretty I mean, serviceable they're record. The division, they're going to cruise through the division. That's for sure. They go, they go Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Carolina the next three weeks until they hit Baltimore, Los Angeles. So, um, yeah, no worries there. They're going to be fine. Chiefs, on the other hand, argument for number one. Well, they are. You you're not wrong, and I'm sure our resident Eagles fan would also put them number one. B, yeah, because we know how he is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Yes. Bills Ravens. Oh, and Bills Ravens, another wow. tight one by both teams. They the flair for the dramatic, huh? Quite a bit of one score uh, uh, decisions here. This week, this one, certainly battle of the behemoths, you know, uh, no one truly dominated this game. That was good to see. Um, what do you think? You know, I think it was nasty, right? It was like one of those super rainy games of the week. It was, um, makes it fun though to watch at least. It does. It does for sure. Um, you gotta, you gotta imagine that's a good one to come out of come out of Baltimore with for the, for the Buffalo bills for the Buffalo bills after what they faced in Miami. I'm sure they'd rather play in the rain than the, you know, the 90 degree humidity. In oh Miami. yeah. I think anybody would anybody. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. But I mean, actually Jordan Poyer, he comes back immediately makes an impact interception in the goal or the end zone. That was probably the biggest mistake by Lamar. Um, and then the defense coming up big on a uh, fourth down yes. turnover as Baltimore is trying to ice the game. And Lamar then, uh, kind of uh, came crashing back down to earth with this game. He looked pedestrian, definitely compared to the first three weeks. I think he'll be fine, but um, that's a good Bills defense, man. That really is. 
<laughs> I think what was it like? They've they've I forget the stat off the top of my head, but I think they've they've let up like one, um, one second half touchdown the whole year. The so Bills, the, the Bills, Bills have the wow Bills defense. That's uh, I did not know that. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're still scary, and they're still not like again. The secondary is nowhere near healthy. Um, Correct. But and just it, what it, what a difference Jordan Poyer would have made last week in a game against you know Tyreek Hill and Waddle um, up on top. So that's it. Bills are back up. Can you believe that Lamar and Josh Allen were the leading rushers for both their teams? Yes, I can believe that. <laughs> yes, I can. I that should have said the the other way. Could you believe that neither of them were? No. Obviously, well, sarcasm there. I mean, you know, it's pretty routine that hey, Josh Allen, not as much. Um, but, you know, he had, you went for 11 for 70 and bulldozed his way into the end zone. He did, yes, exactly. And that's the thing for, for the Ravens. J.K. Dobbins is back in the picture. He scored the two early touchdowns there in the first quarter. But yes. they're still, they still run out of like, he's not, he's not getting every carry, right? So, I mean, I don't think any of them are really going to stuff the stat sheets, and that's where you see Lamar shine. So, uh, great game. Lived up to expectations. I, you know, they both – I mean, Ravens got the Bengals next next Sunday night, which might be might be a, a true test again to try to get back up there. You don't want to come out two and three out of the first five weeks if you're the Ravens because I definitely thought they were better than that. Are um, the uh... – this might be a tease. Not Uh-oh. so much a tease with the way this is. I'm about to phrase this question, but <laughs> are the Ravens the best two and two team in the league? There's a lot of good two and two teams now. <laughs> there is. I know. I it know. Was the, it was the first week that I actually had to consider the Niners back up there, and I was like, "Wow, I thought they were. I thought they were down, down." And then I thought they were the, dead almost the way they yeah. played the first couple weeks. But there's but a Jimmy lot of G. Who would have thought Jimmy G? He's back, dude. The Yak Bros. Kittle Debo, they're back going, even though Kittle's kind of acting like a, a sixth tackle out there pretty much for the most part. But Yeah, um, that's not helping my fantasy team. That's what a lot of – that's the general consensus there, but that's fine. Um, no, the reason why I say that is because yeah. they played a very good Bills team, lost yes. by three. They blew a lead. They played Same a very thing. good Miami team. Yep, yeah. they blew a lead. So all four games they've had a lead going into the second half. They couldn't quite close it out, but I just feel like this Baltimore team is a very talented team and might make an appearance, even though they're just two and two. I really want to. I definitely think um, if you take the records out of it, like just the eye test, maybe. Uh, yes, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yep. I'd be scared to play them. Clearly dangerous. Um, it's just those second half like meltdowns you kind of have to take into consideration. But... Um, but again, like a lot of, but like, like we talked about a lot of, there's a lot of good two and two teams right there. I don't know if they're up at the top. That'll be a good, you know, we'll see. We'll see. There's, there's probably two spots that five and six spot. There's, they're, they're open. There's a couple other three and one teams that you could definitely hop the Ravens or the Bucks even over, um, at current standing. Yeah. Like we talked pre-pod this, this top five this week was tough because there's a lot of teams that are like jumbled right in there like you can make an argument like from five to ten you can make an argument for all of them being in that range yep exactly and well this week was tough yep ravens are definitely gonna be on the edge for that i I love the ravens but uh 
Again, Bills, Chiefs, we up, boy. We <laughs> Yes. All right. That's what's up. Let's jump to the game last night quickly. Right. We got 49ers Rams, which I didn't think this would be as big of a game to talk about because I thought the Rams were going to take it to them. Like you just said, we just talked about how uh, Niners came to life last night. Maybe we should have known this because of how Shanahan plays uh, McVay. He's won seven regular season games in a row against McVay. Obviously, the one loss coming last year in the playoffs. But I guess maybe we should have known that. Jeremy knew it, of course. He was the smart one and picked the Niners, and we picked the Rams. Yep. Uh, but man, Niners really took it to him. Stafford has not looked great this year. Jimmy G did what he does yes. and let the defense kind of uh take control of the game, along with the run game too. Jeff Wilson had some yep. splash plays. Uh, Niners back, huh? Yeah, it, I mean, to me, it was the defense. So seven sacks. Uh, Stafford won, resulting in the fourth quarter pick six that iced it. Um. You know, otherwise we're talking about a one-score game there as the Rams are driving down. So, yes, I mean that was ginormous. Um, and yeah, like you said, I mean the the Jimmy G offense it it just rolls. They're they're good for about twenty-four points a game. I mean that's I mean they yeah. didn't score all that, but that's that's about right for a San Francisco uh, win. And just in, rely uh, on the defense to uh, to take it home. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, like we talked about, the Yak Bros. It's good to see him. Good to see him out there making plays. Yeah. Stud, Kittle's Debo, stud. holy cow, that one play. He just, yeah, I mean, it's he wouldn't go down. No, he's truly like he he's as fast as fast and quick as anyone, but he's still running back built. Like that's yeah. It's it's incredible. Pretty incredible. And he, and for doing. the and for the Rams on the other side, like the disappointing part is like Allen Robinson. How bad of a decision was it to go over? go to Allen Robinson over keeping Robert Woods. Like they traded Robert Woods for a sixth round pick and just so they could make room for Robinson. Um, Ooh, you know, it feels like it shouldn't be a question who you take Woods or Robinson, but yeah. I mean, at that point it's like it, it Woods was good. You know, he's a great number two, I thought. And then, but now, I mean, what is it? Less need. He's probably blowing up Odell's phones. Like, Hey man, how's that recovery going? <laughs> How's that? How's the knee doing, dude? What, expect you back week twelve. What do you think? Uh, yeah, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to beat him to it. He did. He loves Odell's perfectly cryptic on Twitter because every single week he's had like one team where he's like, "Whoa, look out, Von Miller! The Bills are looking great." And then he'll come out and like, "How are those Rams looking, man?" I mean, bounce back after a week one loss, and then here he comes this week. He's like, "Wow, AR twelve, too nice with it." It's like he's. Playing the game, certainly. He is. He's really he absolutely is. He's yeah. going to make it's a fun. lot of money for a half a season and a playoff push. So good yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he did it last year, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah I, this division now, I, I was I saw it this morning. Niners went from last to first in the division. It's They're all two and two. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. and then Niners get the tiebreaker, stuff like that. But all two and two, can you believe that? What we thought was one of the toughest divisions in the league. And maybe they are because they're beating up on each other. But that's it's just... partially correct. Yeah, that's kind of what I would say. I mean, Cardinals are kind of sneaking in there. They had to play the Panthers, of course. That was kind of a a game they knew they had to win um, to stay competitive. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, Rams Niners, that feels just about right. Seattle, 48 points out of freaking nowhere, of course. Seattle, uh, I think the second highest scoring team in the league behind the Lions. Behind the Lions, they just beat. 48 to 45. We'll we'll jump into that one in a minute. But um yeah. yeah, it the the West will be, I think, fun to watch. It'll be wild, that's for sure. I'm not sure if you'll have either of them in your rankings. So I just wanted to know who are you a little higher on at this very moment? Are you a little higher on the Niners because of the win? Or you still think the Rams take it in the end? I still lean the Rams slightly, just knowing that. I think I take into effect the Shanahan McVay thing where Shanahan just had his number. I overall think the Rams are a better team still. But if I the Ram and the that offense keeps struggling like they have, they still haven't put up a complete game. Yeah, Rams might be Stafford not looking great, but I'm still slightly on the Rams. I think that defense is still good. You know, they only gave up couple touchdowns to the Niners so not a terrible yeah. performance yeah certainly like the offensive line is a problem but like yeah pick six, can you so believe Whitworth makes makes that much of a difference 40 year old Andrew Whitworth or however old he was 39 40 years old makes that much of a difference he was huge that's another one they're probably calling <laughs> it's just like hey dude we will overpay please for half a season we'll pay you for five years for one half a season <laughs> The Bucks are probably doing the same thing with Gronk as well. I'd imagine, yes. All right. Let's move on to that other NFC West game in the North. You called it. Hawks-Lions. And what a barn burner this was. Who would have thought? I guess maybe we figured Detroit because they've been putting up points all year. Who would have thought Seattle kept pace and put up 48 as well? No. Um, except for me, uh, cause I was the only one I told you guys, I was worried about this one for the lions and, uh, you know what? You just didn't believe me. Jeremy called me out, told me I would regret it. Look who's laughing now, Mr. Shim. Okay. Look who's laughing now. He I always was about the Niners last night. I, I yeah, I always knew Geno Smith was going to be quarterback one through four weeks. I knew that. I knew, we all should have known that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that was locked in tight. And I mean, the definition of a shootout, not the two teams you'd think of it, but uh, 555 yards for the Seahawks offense. 27 first downs. 27 first downs. That's just another Sunday points. for them. Another Sunday. Yeah, he's could you then, imagine looking at this game? It's just like, could you imagine if the Lions had a defense? Could just, you imagine? Just, uh, uh, just they are the number one ranked offense and the thirty second ranked defense last. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe mean, the, the secondary is a problem. Yes, yeah, it is absolutely. They're just getting burnt every week, every week. I think the positive note, though, is that you can score 45 points without DeAndre Swift or Amon Ross St. Brown, which I did not think was possible. I and mean, that against, is why I picked Seattle. against a bad Seattle defense. True, but it is an NFL team, you know. You're, yeah, you're, you're not, not playing the Packers every week, only twice. But they do so. have Jared Goff, so MVP Jared Goff at this point. 
I mean, he's in the conversation, certainly. Uh, Maybe comeback player of the year at this point. So the defense certainly isn't going to get figured out this year to me. No, not at all. Impact trade. I don't know how that would happen. But they're certainly going to ruin some uh, some playoff contenders days in the end. uh, Yeah, they will. Yeah. And they're just going to like they do every week. They're just going to fight. They're going to fight and fight. That's the thing is like, yeah, exactly. Detroit, and especially in the matchup against the Packers, I think they finish up the year against them too. And then obviously talk about the middle of the middle of the season one Um, battle, the behemoth Detroit offense, Green Bay defense. Um, Who would have thought can Aaron Rodgers score enough points to keep up with the Detroit Lions? (laughs) That's that's probably going to be the storyline. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, you know, and again, whatever Seattle isn't going to contend to me, I think they're going to get smacked in the mouth here eventually. But yeah, um, I they mean, could be. I mean, they're going to be the Lions of the NFC West, though. That's the thing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's entertaining. Who would have thought Gino is going to look this good through the first couple weeks? Who would have thought maybe he would be fantasy relevant? I should pick him up. That is a good point. You know, hey, just a little fantasy advice for all y'all. You know, better was, than Carson was, Wentz at this point. That was Owen's gig last year. I'm taking over. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next game. Let's jump to – let's stay in the West. Just kind of a theme right now. To the Chargers-Texans. Chargers make a comeback there, and they got a get-right game against a bad Texan team. I guess my question for you is um, I'm super high on the Chargers. At first – when I first did my top five, I wanted to put the Chargers in. I don't know what it is, but I just have a thing for the Chargers. The, to me, I look at this team on paper, and I'm like, how is this team not 4-0? With what, I, obviously, injuries have been a big piece of it. That's the reason, but yeah, go on. It, it's, just, I, the, it's just so underwhelming, but also so – I, I don't know. This team just its tearing me up. I don't I know. know what to do with them. I don't know what that, to do because I feel like they should be at the top, but also they just haven't played like it. Year to year, that is the Chargers, truly. Like last year should have been in the playoffs and they get ousted right at the last second because of some coaching decisions. And now we have to rely on uh, Jamari Salier. Salier? Salier? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll go with that. Backup, backup left tackle who is Herbert – was pretty clean, you know, pretty squeaky yeah. clean in the pocket there. So maybe he's a good, maybe he's the Yash Nijman. Uh, hey, the Chargers need. a little Yasher in there. But you're playing against the Texans, and now you're coming up against the Browns, who Miles Garrett uh, has a chance at returning for this yeah. game. And that might be a come to, uh, come back down to earth moment. So we'll see. Some delight moment for Mr. Sire. Welcome <sighs> to the NFL. I mean, it's a good game to make your first start. That's for sure. Yeah. A good win to get off. But, um, you know, we were fans of the Texans out of, you know, irony almost at this point. We want to root for them. We want them to be like the Lions type of situation. Um, They might have found a running back, though. I mean, they certainly have. And all the fantasy experts were telling you this over the year. And then the first couple of weeks, I think Rex Burkhead was still the leading rusher and everyone had gone off the bandwagon. Nope. Damian Pierce. He's the guy. He's going to be the guy for a while. 
and uh, good for the Texans, you know. Now let's figure out the other 23 <laughs> or 22, 21 spots. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, Texans are what they are. They're looking like the worst team in the league. So good for the Chargers. We'll see if they can continue that. But let's keep her moving, shall we? Hey, let's. You know, we're running through these games pretty good. I'm impressed. Of course, you know, our, our third party member uh, is in here to. to... <laughs> you just blame him for everything, and we do every time he's not here. But also when he is here, so that's we just hey, keep it you know, consistent. say it right to his face, right to his Look, virtual. If face. you want to bring the hard hitting, you know, analysis, you got to take some time. That's all it is, and I respect his way of doing. It. Yeah, he does. He's got a he's he's a detailed kind of guy. I get it, and he he likes to make his point. Sometimes <laughs> about, a little too much about the Eagles' third string cornerbacks, and you got to, you know, and sometimes. you know the Packers for ten minutes. But he, why Aaron Rodgers is no good look, still. He he is delusional on the Packers, and we'll keep that in faith forever. But that's fine. That is true. That is true. All right, let's jump to a team that got their first win of the year, shall we? Please tell me about the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. We all took the Raiders, right? No. Uh, I don't think anybody did. Did somebody take the Raiders? I I did. I did for sure. Uh, Somebody took took the Broncos. Do you take the Broncos? I mean, I regrettably so, and I probably will never take the Broncos again. You shouldn't. You were the only one on the Broncos, and you uh, should have known. <laughs> I I figured that defense. I'm like, I'm sure the defense will keep them in the game. Yes. But they gave up 32 points and 18 yep. field goals to Daniel Carlson. Hey, Devontae's I think he back, had four. Devontae's back. I think Dobbs had better numbers. Jacobs looked good. Jacobs did. Jacobs a career high, I believe, for him. 144 yards on the ground. Yeah, and most of it in the fourth quarter, I think, or at least his his impact was in the fourth quarter when it yes. almost seemed like Denver might be coming back, and then they just iced it in the run game. Uh, Russell Wilson looked okay. He looked better. His first sign of life. I mean, he did, he did have last week in the fourth quarter. There was something there too when he started yes. running a little bit, and I think that's going to be the key is just to have him run a little well, bit, especially because they lost their running back. That is a big, like, that is the, I mean, there was a, there was a few injury notes for the week, but that is the biggest one. Javante Williams out for the year. Yes. Tore his knee all the way up. And can you even play Melvin Gordon at this point? Because he's just fumbling every time he's touching the ball. And that's unfortunate. He looks good when he doesn't drop the ball. That's the thing, <laughs> you know, but I'm, I'm a Melvin Gordon fan. Always will be 70 points. Wisconsin boy. Beating Nebraska. Oh, yeah. don't get me don't get me started on the Wisconsin news. That was a nice <laughs> that was a nice Sunday afternoon drop oh, yes. during the middle of the Packers. That's game. all we that's all I saw. Yeah. Jimmy oh, Packers, Leonard. Packers won. I Brett or Paul Chris fired. I'm okay with it. Jim Leonard, it was gonna be his team at some point. I am so. also okay with it as well. Uh I've been calling it, I think, since like after the second week. Yeah. And I'm like, it might be time. I <sighs> Not to get sidetracked was was only a little football. I think Graham Mertz is too talented to be putting up the numbers he is and the way he looks. Not like Jim Leonard, 100%. the defensive guy, is going to come in and change that, but you know, a different mindset, different tone. I, I, you know, to me, to me, this is how I would do it: hire Jim Leonard and then bring in some like offensive guru. 
Yes. Uh, to be the offensive coordinator and focus on that because we know what Jim Leonard is going to focus on the defense, of course. Obviously, and the defense. I mean, it hasn't been really there the first start of the season, but yeah, it's you. You bring in a full like revamp of the offensive staff. I would say for sure. You, have you to, figure yep. out if you. It'd be Mertz last year, I assume. So yeah, well, yeah, he's a junior and he'll be a senior next year. I, I'm sure he won't leave early. Not yep. the way things are going, unless they turn it around. But but see. you know, you figure out figure out a way to make Braylon Allen into Melvin Gordon, and uh, then you have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Broncos and uh, Raiders, let's jump back to that little pro football. <laughs> you know, it's it's nice to talk a little Badger football, even though they're terrible. Um. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, this game, I, I, I'm i still out on the Raiders. I just don't – I think it's – unless they go on some winning hot hot win streak, the AFC is too good for them to, to make any kind of run. I think them being down, they're one and three. Yes, they got the W, a much-needed W to show any sign of life, but I still think it's too late for them. For the Raiders? I think they got a shot. Obviously, I don't think they have a shot at the division because the Chiefs are going to run away with it. They even have a shot at playoffs outside looking in. The thing about the AFC, though, is I think there's – so let's let's count them up here. One, one, two, three, three and one teams. That's it. Everyone else, the Raiders are a game behind. So, I mean, sure, it's week yeah, four. Yeah, but – Chargers? So you're saying that there's still a chance on – um, there's a chance and for sure. And with the Chargers like injuries racking up, I mean, that creates a spot 100%. And the, and the Broncos looking just pedestrian, even with two wins, you know. And the AFC South doesn't look great, even though Tennessee has looked better the last couple of weeks. They're back. They are I back. I wouldn't say that, but Jags are oh, still okay. the best team in the South. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I mean, Josh Jacobs back to. Back to being relevant, and yeah, uh, that's that's that. big. I think it's big for that offense. Hundred percent. I mean, defense still still be good in some spots, not in others. But when you have a game that you win, a tough game that you win, and Derek Carr doesn't have to do much, that might be the the recipe. I would say. You know what? Let's end there. Let's end in Philly. Let's end in legal land. Were they? Did they play in Jacksonville? They play in Philly. I don't remember. No. Play in Philly. Oh, they played in Philly because of the whole Doug Peterson thing. And the and the rain. Yeah, and then the yeah, yeah the the Dougie the Dougie return. Yeah, let's end there for this recap, and then because uh, I'd like to get in our top five before we have to call her a night. Sure. Eagles Jags. I tell you what, like you said, I think the Eagles might be the best second quarter team of all time. That I I don't know what to make of this team. I really don't like they're four and zero, and they look good. But outside of the second quarter, it's it's this is a weird team to look at to me. I don't know. Are you seeing that too? Like they're scoring all these points in literally in the second quarter. Pretty much every game you can look at it. Yes, majority of their points are scored in the second quarter, and then the rest of the rest of the game they looked average. I don't get it. Non Eagles fan, I don't get it. They're uh, a very opportunistic defense. Uh, I mean, five turnovers against the Jaguars will do it, I would say. So that was that five made fumbles, up. right? Four fumbles uh, by Lawrence. 
I think it was either four. Four. It was four fumbles by Lawrence. Four yes. fumbles by Lawrence and then the pick. Which means you're getting into the backfield, though. Like that's part. Like he's got to hold on to the ball more than that. But I mean, at, at some some of those, it's like you got to you got Fletcher Cox staring you straight in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah, you you might get the ball punched out. But um, no, I mean the Eagles. Like I don't, I don't have much. The only downfall I have against the Eagles is the strength of schedule. Like that's literally it for me. Jaguars were going to be their second toughest opponent for the rest of the year. It looks like you know take out the Packers and I suppose yes. You know, and they want the Vikings, who would have been that other strength or strong. But it was it was uh, Sunday night, and we know how Kirk does. That's like true. That. Vikings with an asterisk. Half of the Vikings. Um, <laughs> it was the. I mean, but that's the thing is like this is one week that Jalen Hurts didn't look like a world beater. So yes, that's true. Yeah, he didn't look weeks. great. But Miles Sanders picked up the slack there. Every bit of it. Yeah. Two scores, 134 yards. Like, that's – when Jags are good. I think the Jags are going to be a good team. They showed it. Like, they kept up with the only undefeated team in the league and jumped team. out to an early 14-0 lead. I think if Lawrence holds on to the ball just a few times, maybe even two fumbles, this is a different game. 100% Different result. Is. 100% it is. Yes, absolutely. And uh, so the Eagles certainly kind of lucked away with it, but even if they're – even if they're sitting three and one right now, like I still think of them as a strong tops, top, uh, top of the rankings type of team, not top of the rankings, but top, you know, top six. Oh, all right. Teaser there, huh? Well, you know, well, yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe the Jags will make an appearance <laughs> two and two. One of the, I did say one of those best two and two teams. Maybe, maybe they're on there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. All right. Speaking of that, maybe it's time that we jump into our top five A and B. Hey, oh, thanks for listening to the fastest 45 minutes in sports. Hey, we got you know, we covered ground, we did, we did. did. You know, I made sure of it, I made sure we were efficient tonight. That fair enough. Um, I just know that we won't get that every week, so if I can take advantage of that, I will. You certainly did. You certainly did. All right. Let me let me jump sure. in on these rankings first. Um, because I'm the least confident. <laughs> and I have two spots very fluid. So I'm just gonna it gives me an opportunity to just speak from the heart. Throw it out there. These are my feelings given this moment in time. Okay. First team off. The San Francisco 49ers. So close. I'm ready. I'm ready to keep them up there. Uh, out of the two and two teams, they're definitely the surging one or one of the surging ones. You know, they are. On, yep. I feel like they're a little bit more past their adversity now that Jimmy G's established. Now, if that injury happens, uh, we're going to be rooting for Andy Dalton in San Francisco. So we'll see. Hey, oh. Or, Maybe or Cooper, Cooper Rush. Or Cooper Rush. That's right. <laughs> or Cooper Rush. Um, oh. So we'll see. I'm ready to do it, but not just yet. I'm going to start off my rankings with the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. All right. Huh? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Are they back? I think so. Joe Burrow, 
A game we didn't talk about, but yes, they did win. Uh, yeah, we talked about it last week, you know. Um, we did. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah, that was that whole ordeal. Yep, you're yes, right. Yes, Uh It was an interesting game, obviously, uh, but hidden beneath it all, Bengals look pretty solid. Uh, give me the the game icing, fourth down, touchdown flip, and it was a flip, not a pass, to Hayden Hurst. Uh, put it at him. Put him up there to twenty-seven. Um, you know, the one sign that put them up there for me was the offensive line kept him clean all night. So, uh, the one missing piece, it seems like there's some there's a positive spin to it. You know what I'm saying? So, sure, they're not going to be good every week, and they haven't been up to this point. But you, you know they can. You know they can do it against a premier opponent in Miami. Um, and T Higgins went off. That looks great. I hope he's back. I don't, I didn't see the severity of the injury, but, uh, love to see him back in it. I, so maybe, I don't think it's as bad as they initially thought. That's good. That's good. Cause you need, I mean, you need that. If you want Jamar chase to succeed as well, you need T, T Higgins yes, on the other side. Absolutely. You do. So I see them surging up the rankings. Uh, I feel good about where they might end up. Uh, number five. This would actually be my A and B. Um, so Bengals 5B. I'm going to put their AFC North opponent coming into this week, the Baltimore Ravens at 5A. For all the reasons we talked about when we talked about the, uh, the Bills game, they're so obviously dangerous. You're playing the Bills, who are the still probably top three defense in my eyes. And obviously when you think about one, I think, I, like I said, I think it's one total t- second half touchdown all year. Um, which is an insane stat, which is an insane stat. And that's that also on the flip side, though, that is the downfall for the Ravens is that second half offensive output. So once we see that happening, though, I, I see the spot solidifying. Um, I was ready to keep them out of my rankings, but I just don't feel that good about any of the other teams just yet. Um, I know there's to be a couple Vikings fans I hear from uh, after they listen. I'm sure. Um, and that's understandable for a three and one team. Um, I'm hoping, hoping to see some improvement, but we'll get there. Um, yeah. Give me the Ravens number five. A. all right. Uh, you want to filibuster for just one second? I would love to. You talked about, the Bengals and Ravens. Um, I will say I have one of those teams on there. Oh. Okay. Uh, and it's not the Bengals. hey The Bengals so are probably, I think they're my first team off. Oh, okay. I wanted okay. to, but I don't think they're back yet. I don't. Oh, okay. You still need to see it. I do. Um, which is why they're my first team off. And that's the Bengals-Ravens matchup. You probably won't see both of them on the rankings next week. Uh, no, winner, but you probably winner will see one of those. Hey, oh, yes, you will. Next team, and now we get into the more solid, uh, solid, solidly placed in the power rankings, the top four here. In which order you go, it, it's more of a tier system. And actually, I have the top three teams in their own <laughs> tier. Yeah, number four, I have in its own, and that is the Green Bay Packers. Um, yep. again. Other reasons we talked about, I just feel totally fine, even with the um, the 
not kind of lack of offensive output, more about like offensive rhythm. I think that's the part they're figuring it out. They're still scoring. Uh, the thing about it is it's the big plays. I don't know if you've seen this stat, but uh, big plays, I think it's like plays over 20 yards. Um, they're second. They're second in the league. Yes. In big plays. Rogers, I think is, which is related to this, I think is, the highest rated passer for, for downfield throws, big time throws or whatever they're called, big, big right. throws, um, yeah. which feels weird, but he, they have taken a good amount of shots downfield. And that's, the, and that's where I come back to offensive rhythm where it's like, that's where the yards come from. It's almost like uh dolphin style where like when they beat the Ravens or when they beat the bills, it was all downfield stuff, 45 yards Jalen yeah. here, 30 yards to Hill here. Um, the Packers have kind of just been doing that. It's like it, somehow he finds Cobb on a third down for a 20 yard gain. Somehow he yeah. finds Lazard streaking down the sideline for a 25 yard gain. Uh, Aaron Jones pops off slash dash 20 yards. Um, he's kind of a master at that. So I think when, so that's the positive part is like, he's trying to roll with the rhythm that LaFleur wants, trying to get the young guys more incorporated, trying to get things working as they should. But when they don't, he's finding his guys. Yep. And they always have that part of it. Yep. Would like to see the rhythm get going here. Uh, the run game incorporate with the Watson end arounds, with the big time Dobbs slants, whatever you want. Um, so that is my only problem with this team. Uh, defense looks great. So I'm good with it. It does. Yeah. You know, uh, take away that pick six and that, that uh, 27 point or 24 points doesn't look too bad. Uh, no, next up. Your top and this, three. And this is where I could go either any way I could. Uh, Give me the Chiefs. Putting the Chiefs at three. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I know. Trust me, I know. Um, Pat Mahomes on prime time. I mean, that was it, – it was good. To, it was very good to watch. Very good to watch. Unstoppable, even though they only won by 10. But, again, we talked about that. Uh, that's that's a good defense right there. That was impressive. I want to put them up higher. We'll get there. Um, and then we talked about the layer touchdown, the big roll around, spin around, flip it over. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes, he's one of one. Uh, young Rodgers, for sure, out there. Yes. So I love it. Love watching it. Love watching it. Chiefs are going to be fine. Number two. I still have a soft spot for the Bills. Like, I wanted to put the Chiefs up there, keeping the Bills here. Now that Jordan Poyer's in, um, defense can't be stopped. That's my thought. Like, I think Hyde and Poyer, an embarrassment of riches. Obviously, we're out with hot, a Hyde. So, Poyer is going to be key in every single matchup of the, of the year. Need him to stay healthy, and they'll be operating on every cylinder possible. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, sure, Allen, he can score 23 points, but he can also score 40. Like, it's not – I'm not worried about them. Correct. Is a stud. Um, run game's an issue, but when you're dominant at every single other aspect of the game, I'm not going to downgrade that too much. So, give me the Bills at two. And you know what that means. The undefeated Philadelphia Eagles are at number one. I'm going to keep them up there. I think what you'll find is even if they're winning, 
throughout the year. I still think you'll find like maybe a um a not as good record for the Bills, Chiefs, maybe Packers. I think they'll start to surpass them here in the coming weeks just because again, like the impressive wins aren't going to be there. And especially if the Eagles end up losing to the Packers, like I'm really I keep talking about it. I really have my eye on that one for the Eagles because I just don't see it out of any of these other matchups. I don't. Yeah. Uh, let me throw Jeremy's list out. He was able to get us a list before we sure. run out of here. You haven't seen it, I assume. Nope. Let me start at 5B. Uh-oh. He's got the Cincinnati Bengals. hey All right. He cool. thinks they're back as well. You had them at 5B, correct? Correct. All right. 5A. This is where it gets rough. Uh-oh. His fandom is showing. All right. Buccaneers, huh? And it's showing hard. The Buccaneers at 5A. Loves that defense. He does. Number four, he's got the Packers as well. Oh, and you can lock them in at four for the pod as well. I also have them at four. Good call. It feels like that's a good spot for him. It does. And then, well, this is where his his list gets wonky because of his Eagles. Oh well. God! His superstition—it's not little anymore. It's quite large. It's super. That's for sure. Okay. He's got the Niners at three. All right, that is wonky. <laughs> I mean, we I know he's a it. Niners fan. We know he's a Niners fan. If he, he if them. if he said five, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'd be completely okay with it. And then to round it out, he's got yours flipped. He's got Chiefs Bills. Oh, okay. He's got Chiefs one, Bills two. No. What did you have? I had Bills Bills Chiefs. Oh, it is Bills Chiefs. Sorry. I I thought you had that flipped. My bad. Nope. Nope. All good. So Bills, Chiefs, Niners, top three, Packers, Bucks, Cincy. Okay. All right. Let me throw mine out there. Are you ready? I am ready. Like I said before, when I was filibustering, I have the Bengals just outside, and their AFC North rival, the Baltimore Ravens, at six. Like I mentioned before, I think this team is too good. They might be the best two-and-two team out there. There's a lot of good two-and-two teams. I I just think this – they're nearly nearly winless. Well, they're nearly undefeated at 4-0, but just two late losses against two top-tier teams – Neither of you had them in your list. Can't believe it. I'm moving on to 5A, the Miami Dolphins. Speaking of the Miami Dolphins. They're 3-1. and one. They're 3-1. and one. Is the the Tua effect? You're just taking them out? Bad taste? I just, out? yeah, it really is. Like, I just want to see how he is. You know, I just needed to see him back. Uh, it's rough. They're, they're going to be rough without him. That's all I know. He is already ruled out for this week. Probably yeah. as he should be. Um but I feel confident he'll be back next week. He came out and said that he was doing well and just kind of going through the protocols and such. But I think this team was good. This is a good team. I think you insert him back into there. This is going to be a team that's going to be dangerous as they were the first three games. And then Tua went out. Uh, so I'm not worried about them. I think they deserve to be on this lift still. With an asterisk of Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback. Which brings me to four. Like I mentioned already, the Packers at four. Oh, and you said it perfectly. You have your top three Packers there, and it feels like the bottom two. It's like three tiers. Packers are right in the middle. 
Defense is holding it together. Offense is still finding its rhythm. They find it for like a quarter or two. Yeah. Uh, but they can't just put a complete game together. Right. Yeah, it was weird. It was first half last week that was, you know, operating well. And then this week it was second. Yeah. Yep. Now my top three. Okay. I have the Eagles at one. I'll just throw it out there. Okay, you do. Got it. Yep. Um, I, they're the only undefeated team. I think they deserve the spot until they don't. Now, two and three, that's kind of where we're going here. You guys had Bill's Chiefs, correct? Correcto. Well, after Sunday night, it has to be Chiefs-Bills. I even thought about putting the Chiefs at one, but if the Eagles were not undefeated, Chiefs would be easy one for me. After what they did to the Bucks defense, I think that's what I think one of the most impressive performances of the year so far is what the Chiefs did to the Bucks. Um, just Mahomes looked out of this world. He looked like an MVP. Looked like twenty what twenty eighteen twenty nineteen Mahomes yep. again. Uh, even without Tyreek, I mean he had uh, he had Kelsey. He's just ah, wow. That was fun to watch. That was mm-hmm. absolutely fun to watch. Um, and Chiefs might be back. So, yeah, so I go Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Dolphins. It's my top. Oh, Ravens as well. Sorry, my bad. Ravens at 5B. Bengals, Vikings, Bucks were my first three that I put on for honorable mention. Okay. Interesting to note. Give me, you know, you know, talk about uh, talk about how bad Jeremy's list here for a second while I tally this up. Uh, Well, I mean. We all know Jeremy has a big asterisk next to his as well because he's an Eagles fan. We assume he'd have the Eagles at one, um, but he's going to go with this. He's going to ride this. I'm going to be curious, Owen, when the Eagles lose, is he going to put them on the list now? I wonder. Is that is that what he's waiting for? Or is it just one loss? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Um, Not to sidetrack again, Owen, I just want to let you know that Judge broke the record. Oh, he did. He did. Okay. It just it popped up breaking news. He he finally did it. Uh, as a Yankees fan, it's good to a, see. A couple games to spare. Uh tomorrow's the last game. There you go. Uh I think you know, not to get sidetracked and on a tangent, but he easily could have had a triple crown. I think he was pressing way too much to get that home run. Because it's been like four or five games since he hit sixty one. Yeah. And his his average just dropped after that. Weird. I think he was pressing way too hard. Cuz you th- you'd think he would have taken you know, baseball sidetrack, but you think he would have took advantage of them not throwing him, you know, meatballs. Correct. Do um, you think he, he did get know, a lot of walks? Count? He got walked many, many times. He really did. Yeah. So that's crazy. Um well, you know, Still, like that's the record you'd want. Like I'm sure, like triple crown's one thing, but I feel like you, the home run record's the sexy one. Yes, and he's still gonna win MVP. So yeah, yeah. Which I'll take the MVP. I mean, if you're gonna win triple crown, you're gonna win MVP anyways. But you'll take the MVP. Correct. Correct. All right. Regardless, you got a, you got a total yet for podcast rankings and the definitive rankings that you should follow? Because I feel like I mean. I feel good about my rankings, but when I see it, you know, every time I hear it, I'm like, correct. That, that, it just feels, it feels right. Um, let me 
Just one moment. One moment, Seth. Just a second. Okay. Number one. Obviously, it's the Eagles unanimous. Um, it's the Jeremy Shimko rule in the podcast rankings because he doesn't rank the Eagles. The average between me and Seth was number one, means that Jeremy's number one is the Eagles. So, obvious number one, 4-0, looks good. Number two, the Bills by a hair. Um, if I could, I probably should have made my A-B the Bills Chiefs. Because I just th- I think it's really close. Chiefs look super impressive against a great defense, but I think the Bills are going to be dominant too. So that's a tough one. Bills, real quick, and and yeah. ten words or less, just to kind of throw this out there between the Bills Chiefs. Right now, who are you taking head on head to head matchup? Matchup neutral field. Yep, I think I think the Bills are favored by a half a point. That's what I think that I think that's what okay. the, the sure. line would be. And I would take Jordan Poyer healthy. Everything else, everything else in place as is. Give me the Bills in a shootout rematch, revenge game. All right. I like that. Okay, continue. So two Bills, three Chiefs, four, the Green Bay Packers, as you Unanimous. said. Unanimous. Unanimous. Nearly again, I had to downgrade. Packers ended up fifth on Jeremy's rankings, and that's fine. That's fine. Oh, I suppose. Yep. So, uh, moving on, uh, 5A, we have the Baltimore Ravens. 5B, because of Jeremy's love, we got the San Francisco 49ers. Number seven, with a little bit of a mention, the three and one Miami Dolphins. I'm sure they'll be okay. It's, uh, but again, yes, you're right. Tua, Tua injury scares me. Eight. A, Cincinnati Bengals, 9. Who is 5B again? The 49ers. Uh, 8B, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Bengals, Buccaneers both end up with a point for a mention. And then just to round it out, I'm throwing the Minnesota Vikings in there at 10. They deserve it. Uh, You mentioned them as an honorable mention. They certainly were one of mine as well. Um. That leaves the three and one Cowboys out of the top 10. Yeah, I get it. I get that. It feels weird that they're, uh, that they're three and one feels like a team that shouldn't be three and one, but that's the thing about it is like, you know, five, just through the rankings, Ravens, Niners, Dolphins, Bengals, Buccaneers, Vikings, Cowboys. They all are in play for top five. That's the thing. That's, and that's the lovely part about this time of year. All right. Beautiful, Owen. Beautiful. Real quick, I got one trivia question for you to send us off. Give okay. it to you real quick. All right. All right. This is fun. I didn't want to lose. This was a good one. I found this one. Uh, I just had to ask it. Okay, Josh Allen had been 0-7 in his career, trailing by 17 or more until Sunday when they came back and beat the Ravens. He became the first Bills quarterback to lead such a comeback since this quarterback did it back in back-to-back weeks in 2011. Weeks two and three, this quarterback did it. 2011, huh? Can you name this Bills quarterback? This infamous Bills quarterback. Infamous. 0-7 Josh Allen was in games trailing by 17 or more until Sunday 
First Bills quarterback to lead such a comeback since this quarterback did it in back-to-back weeks in 2011. This a flair for the drama. This certainly feels like the Ryan Fitzpatrick effect just off the top of my head. So give me that as my first answer just so I can know. Just so I can clear my mind to think about anyone else. Fitzpatrick is your first answer? Yes. And it's your only answer. Ding, ding, ding. 100%. I feel like it had to be. And I just really couldn't Correct. even think of another quarterback. Yeah. That's, that is a Ryan Fitzpatrick stat. Yes. All right. Let me throw my other question at you since you got it right away. So congrats. All right. All right thank you. I had two and I had to ask this one. Mahomes became the fastest to 20,000 yards in his career. In NFL history, at just 67 games, it took him. He surpassed this quarterback, who did it in 71 games. Fastest to 20,000 passing yards in 67 games. Who did he pass who had the record at 71? That is a great question. That is a great question. He started off hot, Owen. Come on, no. Yeah, yeah. Ended so, hot. Ended hot. Again, like I first first thought is Rogers, but I just it I don't think it was there in the first few years. Cause he was starting games, you know, in relief of Favre and just after Favre and nothing it was really operating well at that point. So I need to think of a hot start. That's five seasons. Quarterback's first five seasons, ton of yards. Give me uh, – none of this feels right. I'm going to give you two guesses just for time constraints. Two guesses. Two guesses. And the first one is – let's – well, let's just, you know, let's just throw it out and uh, see what happens. Give me uh, – give me something like uh, – give me something like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Russell, you think he was cooking that early on? Russell, no, I don't, but uh, I'm just trying to sort through the names here. Go ahead. Yeah, you're you're right. He wasn't. <laughs> you're right. You're wrong. Thanks. Uh, shoot. Option B would be who? Well, just... I mean, my first thought was Rodgers. Give me another guess, though, but I'll put Rodgers in there just to say it. Also wrong. Okay. My next guess, off the wall, give me... That doesn't feel right either. None of this feels right, Seth. Give me uh, give me Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> I think that's a better guess, but still wrong. I Fair. really thought you would have had this right away because he threw a lot of yards to a big-time player at the wide receiver position. Not just, a lot of wins, but a lot of stats early the on. Ti- the, time, the timing is where I'm like, the some of the first names I thought were in the early 2000s. And I'm like, I just don't think that time period would allow this. So I couldn't think of anyone in the last 10 years. Uh, Rogers, former division opponent quarterback, Matt Stafford. That certainly should have been my answer. That is yeah. correct. Yeah, he threw a lot of yards early on. So, yeah, damn, good call. Hey, you know, one 
good answer and one poor answer even itself out, I'm back to 500. That's all I know. Hey, you know what? That's better than some. All right, that is the pod for tonight. A little recap, a little top five. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back later this week, of course, with The Line is Right. It's never wrong. It's always right. Hey, wasn't wrong for me this week. Yeah, great. Can't wait. (laughs) But until then, adios. Adios.